something. I got to go to 50 Cent Wing Night. Speaking of fat phobic. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm doing a ski ball tournament after that. I'm very excited. Ooh, fun. Yes. Whenever I think of ski ball, I think of Alanis Morissette as God playing ski ball in Dogma. <laughs> Uh, the, the team is like movie themed. And so everyone has to have ski ball pun movie names. So I'm Skeena Marink. <gasps> yeah. Oh, uh, that word <clears throat> is so much fun to insert words into. And I love it. <laughs> I literally like when I posted my story about like skin of a thing, literally someone was like, stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, yes, <laughs> I will I never mean, stop. It's everything. You'll never stop. You have a skin of a kink. And I have a skin of a kink. <laughs> I need to see a skin of a shrink. <laughs> to, to address your uh, your obsession with skin of a twinks. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs> Maybe there's a skin of a link. <laughs> All right, I'm on the skin of a brink of breaking down. So we got to start this episode. <laughs> and now came talk. 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 Hi, everyone. Hi. I just took a big sip of a Coke Zero, and I'm ready to start the damn show. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, welcome to Straight People Movies. This is a podcast where we two gays get together every week. We watch a movie made for straight people, and we ask the question, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained by this? Are you not entertained by this podcast? Oh, my God. Uh, my name is Dylan Garcia. And I'm Kirk Van Sickle. And this week we're back in the year 2000. <laughs> a fact that I realized about 20 minutes into the movie, like, oh shit, we just did a 2000 movie two weeks ago. <laughs> well, it's fun because then we can, you know, we can get, we can delve even deeper into the 2001 Oscars. Yes, we can. We can contrast and compare. We can do all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, Oscar nominations are tomorrow. Ew. I'm waking up at 7.30 a.m. my time to watch the nominations. Because I'm a psychopath and I have. Oh my god, are they that early here in LA? Are they like 5 a.m.? Oh, Miss Allison Williams and Riz Ahmed had to wake up at like 3.30, I bet, to get into costume. Jesus. Get their makeup done just so they can, you know, announce best sound. Also, they can say Michelle Williams, the Fablemans. (laughs) I keep seeing predictions that people are just going to nominate her for supporting, even though she's like submitted as lead, like as like rejection of her submission. I can't believe that Angela Bassett's going to win the Oscar for That's Black so Panther Wakanda crazy. Forever. That is wild. For real. That is wild. <laughs> it's so wild. <laughs> uh, that's going to be her Oscar. Yeah. Her Oscar. Well, she has already won one, right? She's never won one. She hasn't been nominated since the 90s. Damn. Yeah. Wow. She's, she's just like one of those actors that you're like, yeah, she's won. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Nope. Well, not guess, not Angela. Miss Angela has been nominated. Forever is going to be the one for her. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be in her obituary. Truly unfortunate. Uh, well, speaking of obituaries, we watched movies with a lot of death today. Yeah. Yeah. That that was a good link, right? That was a good transition. Yeah, that was a good segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> death. Death. Destruction. Death. Blood. Mm-hmm. Beheading. So much. So much. Um, so much tigers oh my so many there were no lions but there were tigers and definitely bears were there bears oh i mean i'm talking about i'm talking about russell russell oh my god russell Mm. Uh, 
We talked about Gladiator. Yes. We didn't talk about it because we haven't talked about it yet. We watched Gladiator and we are did. going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Gladiator. 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 I don't know why I want to say it like, like Carol Channing. <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> Do you think Carol Channing saw Gladiator? Ooh, good qu- I feel like she did. I feel like she loved it. Yeah. She definitely saw it on TV. You know, like, just, it was on TBS at, you know, TNT, she two in the like, afternoon. She, I can't do a Carol Channing impersonation, but she was probably <laughs> like, it's like Spartacus, but with more blood. <laughs> it's that Russell Crowe. I love Russell Crowe. I love Russell Crowe so much. You see that beautiful mind? <laughs> he was so good in LA Confidential. So good. <laughs> Yeah, That's my want... terrible kid, Cheryl. Kid. Yeah. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, <laughs> before we get into it, do you want to give us a little rundown of what Gladiator is for the Gladiator. girl who's in the background and seen it? I barely know her. Um, <laughs> I'm gl- I, you know what? I'm Gladiator. There we go. Um, yeah. So this week we watched Gladiator, the 2000. and all, film. 2022. I'm Gladiator. I'm Gladiator. Um, <laughs> The 2000 film by Ridley Scott, starring Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, Connie Nielsen, Jaiman Hansu, and Richard Harris. And the plot of Gladiator, if you care, because that's not what we came to see Gladiator for. No, not at all. (laughs) It's a former Roman general. He's betrayed, he's sold into slavery, and then he becomes a famous gladiator and the subject of many horny texts between the hosts of this podcast. And if those ever get leaked, mama... Woof! No, they didn't. Oh my God, really, Scott? I know that you're not a gay man, but you are an outlaw, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> because you gave us pit, so much oh my pit, God. so much pit, so much chest. You gave us feet. So much. You gave oh us sweat. God. You gave us gentlemen of all sizes that we could oh my pretend that we were climbing onto, or they God. were climbing onto us. Oh my um, lord. And it was in clear, broad daylight, so we could see everything. Mm. Thank you to the cinematographer. Thank you. Who Thank was that? You. Was that Emmanuel Libatique? Was it Emmanuel Libatique? Matthew Libatique? No, no, you're thinking of Emmanuel Lubetsky? Something like that? Emmanuel Lubetsky, there we go. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> wait, wait, yes. who did it? Oops. Who did it? Uh, the cinematography was by... John Matheson. John Matheson, boring. John Matheson. Who are you? Oh, he did the music video for Nothing Compares to You. Oh, never mind. Okay, he's iconic. Okay, yeah, he's he's that soft lighting, that close up, Mama. Mysterious ways, great video. Heart shaped box, great video. The world is not enough. He did heart shaped box. He did the world is not enough by that. He did the Kylie X two thousand eight. Ooh. Madonna's cover of American Pie. Okay. Okay, maybe this movie's a little fruity. Okay. Maybe maybe it's not just us. Maybe it is a little. We take it back, John Mathis. You gay? Mama, you gay? Oh, he did work. It says he has worked with directors like Joel Schumacher. <gasps> uh oh, I forget. Uh oh, I forget. Oh, and oh it's wait, currently no, available he's... on Paramount Plus. Yeah, he's married to a woman named Maria Taramander. Never mind. <laughs> Boring. Boring. <sighs> Anywho, Gladiator. Gladiator. This is the first time I'd seen it. Whoa. I know, which is crazy. Um, I feel like you had such I a mean, gay like, upbringing. I feel like you were like not exposed to a lot of like straightness. No, I. It's weird because like I, I, my mom was like twenty three when she had me, and I've always like my psychological uh, reasoning behind like not watching a lot of like mainstream things is that I assume that she rejected them, 
And since, like, I wasn't controlling a lot of shit that I was watching when I was 10, since she didn't want to watch it, I didn't want to watch it. Hot. Amazing. So, like, yeah, so that's why I never listened to, like, The Beatles or, like, Led Zeppelin or Bruce Springsteen, because I'm almost just, like, rejecting all of, like, mainstream stuff. She said We're Liz not Fair. To that. We're listening to Tori Amos and Liz Fair, faggot, and you're going to like it. Because <laughs> women. And she was right. <laughs> no, that's awesome. <laughs> wow, so first time watching Gladiator, um... What'd you think? Yeah, it's fine. Like <laughs> it's fine. It's yeah, whatever. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I was like, I should sure. have been on an airport, on an airplane, watching this. Yeah, maybe in a hotel. It's totally fine. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, it's... I watched it for the first time in high school. I remember yeah. really liking it. I it's... watched it again this time. I wasn't bored. No, I didn't. It's... I didn't get bored. It... I promise, I'm not being facetious when I say those two and a half hours. They do kind of fly by. They flew by. Yeah, yeah, and it was easy to follow. Yeah, thank you, oh, Ridley yeah, I Scott. Would, He's really good. I was at on that. my phone for most of it. Yeah, uh, during the battle scenes, I was watching. My eyes were glued mm. to Russell Crowe and his hairy pits. Mm. Um, so sweaty, but yeah, oh, so sweaty. Oh my god. Yeah. So and he's so hairy, and I fucking. So my my two ideal men that in general, are either Russell Crowe and Gladiator mm. or Russell Crowe and the Nice Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the two. That's wow. the, the spectrum of Dylan Garcia taste. Wow. Yeah. It's right there. So that's your man right there. That's my man. You're New Zealander. Oh, like, You're New Zealander. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I thought Russell was good. Uh, yeah, he won the Oscar, though. Isn't that which crazy? Is crazy? You know how close he got to winning two in a row? So close, because I mean, so close. I feel like a beautiful mind like would have made more sense. Yeah, beautiful. Thank God. Thank. That's why Denzel he came in to save the day. Mm. And yeah, wait, what was his competition this year? Because it must have not so been this, very good. If you so were yeah, so Javier Bardem and Before Night Falls, okay, Tom Hanks and Castaway. So never going to happen. Yeah. Never going to happen. Tom Hanks and Castaway. I mean, he that, already, he already won two. He wasn't going to get a third. Okay. Uh, Ed Harris and Pollock, never seen. <laughs> uh, and then I think his closest competition was Jeffrey Rush and Quills. Yeah, but I feel like uh, he had just won for Shine. Yeah. Yeah, damn. I think it just kind of was like a process of elimination on this one. Because mm-hmm. they weren't going to give it to and the Russell, he, in Spanish. He had just broken... <laughs> Russell had just broken through with like... LA Confidential and what's the other one? Oh, the insider. So like he was like the hot young thing at the time. Yeah. How old is he when he made this movie? If Russell Crowe is my he age, had to be like he made this 32 movie? or something, right? Oh my god, let's see. So he was born in nineteen sixty four, so he was okay, so no, he was almost forty. He's like thirty six. Oh thank god. He was like 30, okay, thank God. We still have um, time to look like that. I know. <laughs> we just gotta move to Australia or something. I don't know. There's something in the water down there. Yeah. Um Hormones. But yeah, Russell, he was I would probably of the five of them, I'll give it to Russell. Fuck it. That's a cool win. Yeah, you know, it's kinda interesting because I, I skimmed the wiki, which is very long. Someone's a fan. Um <laughs> someone's a fan of the movie. But uh I was reading that like you know how film bros are always like <laughs> when did Spider Man win best picture? You know? Mm-hmm. This is that happening because yeah, it, it came out in the summer and no one thought it was going to be nominated for any Oscars. It was like, well liked it made a bunch of money, but it was kind of like a Marvel situation. where like, yeah. everyone's like, no, this isn't like Oscar stuff. This is like 
cheesy, like violent summer blockbuster shit. And I guess it got like a really big push near the end of award season. And everyone was just kind of like over it. And they were just like, no, we're going to nominate Gladiator for everything. And then it like won a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's crazy. It won Best Picture, Best Actor. Uh, Honestly, is that? Oh, and it won Best Sound and Best Costume Design. The costumes in this movie are incredible. Like, even like, like, it's like actually like iconic. It's it's Janty Yates. I'm unfamiliar with her work. Uh, But like the mask that Russell Crowe wears, the like MF Doom I know. took that mask I and know. like wow. like it's it's actually like iconic costume design and so like yeah it's it's, it's incredible. It's so funny because I feel like after reading the wiki, it seems like this movie has quite the legacy, but I don't think it is as revered by even like our age group really as no. maybe it is by like maybe Gen Xers. Yeah, it's like it feels MF very Doom Gen X- loved it like. I guess it's your dad. D- anyone <laughs> over the age of 40 has it on DVD, I guess. This is a classic DVD movie. I think what Kyle or they talk, Kyle talked about on a previous podcast about the concept of a hot couch movie. Yeah. This is a hot couch movie. You just yeah. go over to someone's house and the DVD menu is playing. But I got to say, after watching it, you know, modern reception section of Wikipedia. Today, Gladiator is considered to be one of the greatest action films ever made, one of the greatest historical epic films ever made, and one of the greatest films of both the 2000s and 21st century. Huh? By whom? Huh? Citation needed. There's no citation, mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russell Crowe's out here writing this Wikipedia page. And I'm just Ridley like, Scott's. I don't know, bitch. Do you like, agree with that? Because I don't. No, I mean, like. Do you think it just has too many. Like, so many films have tried to be Gladiator that it just kind of watered down the OG. Yeah, I guess, because this is, like, yeah, and the, <clears throat> the the action like this, or it seemed very modern and fluid, and not, like, when you think of, like, Swords and Sandals stuff, when you think of, like, Ben-Hur, when you think of, like, I guess, like, uh, Cleopatra, and stuff in this kind of era, it does feel very, like, almost high school play mm. kind of action, yeah. whereas this, the action was very involved and very modern for lack of a better word. So I guess it did kind of bring it into the modern foray. Yeah. I mean, and it is influential. You know, after, you know, we did saving private Ryan not too long ago. And I kind of noticed like I do, I don't know if anyone's ever like really written about this, but I feel like the late nineties, early two thousands was a big time for like violence in movies. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like yeah. me, I mean like there's been violence in movies. Don't get me wrong. Since like whatever the sixties, when everyone decided to be like, fuck the Hayes code. Um, but I feel like this level of like visceral handheld, like in your face, like blood mm-hmm. and gore and violence, re- realistic quote unquote violence. Um, I feel like was having its heyday at this moment. And it kind of like mm-hmm. really, I think set the tone because like it started moving over to TV. I mean, the number one thing that I kept thinking of while watching Gladiator was Game of Thrones. And I know yes, that it's supposed it's to be a fantasy world. And I know that it's like pro- maybe based on a different. I don't know. I'm not a history girl, but I do feel like tonally there was a lot that I had in common with Game of Thrones. And I even mm-hmm. read that little Joffrey based on his performance in Game of Thrones off of Walking Phoenix. In oh, he's movie. so Joffrey. Walking is the prototype for Joffrey. Right. And... So for me, this movie actually like maybe all the movies that tried to be gladiator after failed, like your Alexander's, your kingdom, of Troy. Heavens, your Troy's. But I feel like TV, like, really took a lot maybe even like lord of the rings you could argue maybe took from this too like mm-hmm. 
because Lord of the Rings also does that same thing with the violence, where it's very up close, handheld cameras, like very like yeah. da, like it's not as like. I feel like when I think of old war movies, it's a lot of wide shots. It's a lot of like, mm. look at this beautiful shot. You're not like in the trenches. Yeah. Know? Well, like, did you see, have you seen Babylon yet? No. It's fine. Whatever. It's three hours long. But like in one of the early scenes, like this really long scene, in the beginning, the first act of the movie that takes place in like a, a they're, they're filming like a war epic, like a, it looks like a gladiator, like kind of that era. Uh, I could be misremembering it. Don't come for me if I am. Uh, I was falling asleep. Uh, but when you watch like the production of that in Babylon, because I've never seen like a documentary about or, like a production of like Ben Hur or something like that, it seemed like so involved and like it took for fucking ever to do literally anything. And so I bet it was a lot easier instead of Ridley having to command you know an army of 500 extras where it's like oh well here's 15 people that i could do closer up like it's like more economical that way to shoot totally. that way totally it's more economical and it and it filmmaking wise i think just register better at least with the modern audience like mm-hmm. saving private ryan to this day is still like heralded for like its realism and its violence and i feel like gladiator kind of like took that and like made, made it a spectacle you know because mm-hmm. it's like has the opposite effect of, of ryan right because it's like it's like, yeah, you're, like, with the mob, you know? You're like, yeah, mm-hmm. fucking smash his head in. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is funny. Like, you're, when you're watching Gladiator, it's like, we are kind of cheering for the same things. Like, both the audience and the audience within the movie are cheering for the same thing. And it's, totally. I love that. And one thing I like about Ridley Scott and I've always liked about Ridley Scott is he's not, like, an overly political director by any means. No. But he's kind of got that Cameron effect where he has, like, very, like, naive ideas about, like, politics and things like that that I, like, agree with. It's, like, very, yeah. like, like, fuck, fuck the patriarchy, like, fuck the empire, like, to the people. Like, you know, it's, like, <laughs> accidentally a little commie. Yeah. You know, and I, like, lo- I liked that about it. Like, it was, like... It's so funny, like, how, like, our country – I'm going to get, like, tailed for this, but it's so funny that our country is so, like, anti-socialism and communism, but I feel like all popular media, books, movies, everything, like, all basically are like that. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the people. Although I guess the people in Gladiator made out to be kind of idiots because they're like – they just go kill, kill, kill. Yeah, they, they're putting their thumbs down. They just want to kill. They just want to kill, huh, Mama? And they should – and let them. If that's let what them. the people want – that's what the people get. <laughs> and honestly, Joaquin gives it to them. He does. He was a good mm-hmm. leader. Joaquin, I was a little, can, can we talk about Joaquin? Misunderstood. <laughs> can we talk about Joaquin in this movie? Let's talk because about Joaquin. I think it's like one of the great hammy villain performances of all time. Yes. Like I, it's so good. I think he toggles the line between ham and like, like good acting in a way that's like kind of impressive in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. I think he gives the best performance in the movie. Well, he was nominated for the Oscar. He's so good in it. He's so good. So Benicio del Toro and Traffic won, which is eh, cool win. Yeah. It's cool. Benicio I love that movie, but I don't really know if like it's such an ensemble movie. I don't know. Yeah, uh, Jeff Bridges in the Contender, never seen. Uh, Willem Dafoe in Shadow of the Vampire. That's probably would have been the coolest. Would have been one. sick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Albert Finney and Aaron Brockovich, who he's so fucking good in Aaron Brockovich. Uh, incredible. It's been forever since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Uh, and then Walking Phoenix and Gladiator, like. Joaquin only can, he can only have two Oscars. Would it be? Would you rather be a supporting actor Oscar for Gladiator or his 
actual Oscar for Joker. Well, so I, you know, we said this on the podcast. I don't think he's actually like that amazing in Joker. Like, I think he's good in it, but I don't like mm. think he's like that good in it. I like prefer him in like you were never really here. I like him in like mm. to die for. I like him in like he's so good in to die for. I just like like him when he's like a little bit more like like a little. I don't know when he's like wormy. Yeah, I mean he's like wormy in Joker, but. I don't know. It's, it's like, like a, spooky wormy. I like him kind of like a, a a like a vulnerable wormy. The master. He should have won for the master, bitch. He, honestly, he should have won for the master. He was like, so fucking good in that movie. The scene with him and Philip Seymour Hoffman where they're like, he's like doing that like brainwashing thing on him is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, my so God. Good. But yeah. But yeah, I love Joaquin, like especially like whenever in the beginning of the movie, whenever he smothers his dad with himself. Sir Richard Sick. Harris. Yeah. Yeah, Sir Richard Harris, when he fucking just kills him with his body. So fucking good. So I, here's one thing I'm very annoyed about with this movie. Um, but I guess it's, like, good for the culture overall, but not good for Kirk's culture. Joaquin mm. Phoenix was reading very queer-coded to me uh, at first. 100%. And then 100%. the movie bitch slaps that by making him fuck his sister. I'm mad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, Game of Thrones. Also, Game of Thrones. See? See? <laughs> I mean, I know it's like a book or whatever, and it came out before, but whatever. Yeah. You get what I mean? It's just like, I feel like I was like, I, I was like, I was like on board. I was like, he's just like, because the whole like speech he gave his dad was so queer coded. He's like, I just mm-hmm. wanted you to love me. I was like, oh God, here we go. Here we go. The daddy issues, the gay version, you know? And then, yeah, then they just make him like, you know, a sniveling, you know, little sister fucker. And it's just like, ugh. They could have made him a faggot. He even mm-hmm. shits on one of the faggots in the movie. He's like, For real. doesn't, like, what's-his-face have a new lover? Ugh. And I'm like, girl, you're projecting. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. There's a scene. It's one of the, I think it's, like, maybe the first gladiator, like, first big gladiator fight. And it cuts to uh, Joaquin in, like, the, the box or whatever. And he's just like, eh. Like, it sticks his tongue like, out. Ugh. Like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's so gay. He's so queer-coded. <laughs> They should yeah. have made him gay. But then if they made him overtly gay, then it would have given, like, America more reason to hate gay people in the year 2000. So I guess it's fine. In Gladiator 2, because they are working on a sequel, um, even though he does die at the end, spoiler, uh, bring him back and make him gay. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to say, gay though, I, I have – I think we've talked about before on a couple other revenge films we've done, but, like, I'm an eye for an eye girl. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. love vengeance, baby. I'm a vengeance bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, Gladiator did a good job of making that vengeance feel so fucking good. It felt real good. Because I, like, hate it when I watch a movie, and they finally get to the villain, and then they just get, like, shot or something. I'm like, boring! I know. Uh, it was so fucking dramatic, the Joaquin Russell showdown. Oh, so good. The flower petals everywhere. It, it, in like, black and white. When I was watching it, I was like, sugar and spice could never. Oh, sugar and spice could never. <laughs> Could you imagine if they came out and matching gladiator things? Oh, one of them was so Russell. Cute. If Sugar Sugar was and they actually Joaquin. killed one another. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a double sachet. Uh, except they're both dead. Except their corpses now. Um, yes. No, I loved it because it's like it just felt so good to like not only have everyone booing him. It's like he got booed. His army turned on him. Like he gets stabbed in the fucking throat. Mm-hmm. It was just so good. I was like, yeah, that's fucking right. And he loses, like, embarrassingly. Like, it's not like an even fight. It was so good to just watch him just get to – you could tell that it was easy for Russell Crowe, even though he did have that stab wound in the side, and even though his arm was still weird, 
he still made it look easy taking down. Yeah, Joaquin. it was Incredible. so it was so good. Good job, Mr. Scott. It just I got to say for me, that is so important in these kinds of movies. I need the mm-hmm. villain to go down in a way that just feels fucking good. And it felt, it felt, really it felt great. Good. When he died, he sucked so bad. He is so horrible. (laughs) I love, but he's so watchable. I feel like sometimes being a villain's tough because if you make them too horrible, they're like hard to watch. But with Joaquin, there is like a part of you that's like, I feel kind of sorry for him. Yeah. It's like, I kind of get it. I also like, cause he just, he looks like a, just a little dork. Yeah. Like Joaquin just looks like a dork. He, he always like really, his hair lip makes him look like a dork, and he's just a little dork. Yeah, he's just a little dorky dude. He just and wanted his daddy to love him. That's it. Same. But then when he started talking about like bathing in the blood of like a kid, and like he's like, "Your son squealed like a girl when we crucified him." I was like, "Bitch, shut mm-hmm. your fucking mouth! You're already losing, girl." Mama. Mm. Mama, the dork, the fucking merciful my ass. <laughs> anyway so that was just fun I think for me the irony is Is that I could have done without all the fighting scenes Because I hate action Sorry everyone <laughs> And I actually just thought like the dialogue sequences were so hammy and fun Like Oliver Reed bitch Oliver so Reed You know I was thinking about it and I was like You know I wish I had known that this was his final screen performance Because I would have totally brought him to that round Of movie mm-hmm. club Where we did that Yeah the swan song round because that was such a fun final performance by one of our like great Shakespeare and actors. And he know? like died like in the middle of it, right? No, Oliver Reed plays the slave owner. Who died in the middle of the movie though? Um, dies in the middle of the movie. No, like no, like he like died during production. Oh, did he? Oh, in real yeah, life. Yeah, Oliver Reed, he died during production of the movie. Oh so that's why they ha- that's why like there's like weird digital scenes in that movie of him because they had like have like a a stand in. Yeah, but anyway, he yeah he ate. died before production was finished. He was giving that like old school Ben Hur vibe that I needed mm-hmm. a little a little sprinkle of in the movie. He was just yeah. really chewing it up. Just everyone does kind of eat in this movie. Like uh, even like Jaiwan Hansu, like with that final like little line. I know. So I such know. a serve. I love him. Where did he go? He like ate the two thousands up and then just went away. For real. He was Apparently, like. He's in- he might be in the, he's in the, not might be, he's going to be in the new Shazam movie. He's in a quiet like, place. No. He just does a lot of like. Shazam, Aquaman, no. Corrupt him. No. Yeah, he, he's no, like comic shit. No. Stop. I know. It really. You when, know who I love him in though? I love him in Constantine. Oh, he's so good in Constantine. Yeah. Do oh, you think no. we're ever going to get like a, a Michelle Yeoh style like love for Jaimon Hansu? Like someone who is like really like elevates kind of lower movies. I, I would love and that. And then one day gets a good thing. such a supporting actor though. Yeah. And Michelle Yeoh has led films before just like not in America. Yeah. And does just Jaiman Hansu do anything outside of America? Not really. I don't think he does. I feel like give Jaiman Hansu, I'm trying to figure out who would do really well with him. Like Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos. No, um, no, I mean he's like an action boy through and through. You know, um, I'm surprised. You know, he's not I mean, a I, James Cameron movie because that's pretty wild. He, uh, I think Soderbergh could figure out something to do with him. Soderbergh could definitely figure out something to do with Jaime Hansu. Yeah, it'd be co- no, you know who'd be really good? Sean Baker. Ooh. Like if Sean Baker does like a big, like a bigger movie, like if his next movie is like, if he gets like twenty million dollars, whatever to make a movie, 
Get Jaiwan Hansu and Yes. Hollywood. Do you hear this? We're throwing out nuggets. This? Nuggets of brilliant ideas. But also what the fuck happened to Connie Nielsen? For real. She's good in this movie. Yeah. She looks like she's... a nothing role and kinda eats. She's another she's fucking in the Snyderverse. She's another she's in Wonder Woman. She's in Oh, she's in Justice League. Oh yeah, she's the queen. In um, uh, in the Wonder Woman parts, yeah. Mm. So this is her second uh, straight movies I appearance. That Robin Welcome back. Wright was, huh? I thought Robin Wright was she, the queen and no, Wonder she's like Woman. the mother, right? Oh, I don't fucking. I could not tell you one thing about the Wonder Woman movie, and I saw that in theaters. <laughs> yeah, she's oh no, so she's like a general and in, in Wonder Woman, and then Connie Nielsen, Connie Nielsen is the queen. It. Yes. Um, yeah, Gladiator sick. Uh, Ridley Scott, how do you feel about Ridley? What do you, I mean, he, he rules. I mean, Ridley's interesante to me because it's yeah. like he's got some of the greatest films of literal all time um, in yeah. his filmography. <laughs> and then you just like kind of like scroll a little bit, you know, and you're like, huh, mm. a lot of misfires too, which kind of makes him fun. But it's I know, like, yeah, he never like his. His misses are never, like, boring. He always, like, he, like, he jumps around, right? It's, like, mm-hmm. so you start, I don't know the duelist, but, like, let's start with Alien. So Alien, yeah. Blade Runner, amazing, and then, like, Legend's a misfire, but Legend rules. I don't care what anyone says, that movie yeah. is awesome. And then it's, like, no one cares, no one cares. Then Thelma and Louise, back at it Iconic. again. Huge movie, nominated for a bunch of Oscars, yada, yada, yada. Then it's, like, misfire, 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 misfire. And then Gladiator. Wins a bunch of Oscars. Wins a bunch of Oscars. Amazing, then Hannibal, terrible sequel to Silence of the Lambs. Black mm-hmm. Hawk Down, terrible. Um, but I think it made a bunch of money. I don't know. Made Mash a bunch of money, got nominated for Oscars. Mash Men's fun. Sick. But no one, like, you know, it's not like it, like, I mean, Mash Men's like a solid DVD movie. It's a solid DVD mm-hmm. movie. Perfect Hotel movie. Kingdom of Heaven, huge, like, bomb, right? But people love that director's cut. That oh, is, like, one of the really famous, like, the director's cut is actually good movies. Wow, maybe I can watch it. Yeah, apparently that's great. But then in a good year, terrible rom-com or rom-dramedy. But he follows it up with American Gangster, which gets through It's like every like six or seven years, he like makes it happen again. Mm -hmm. You know? It's like American Gangster, I think the movie's fine, but like people liked it and it made a bunch of money. And then it's like Robin Hood was really bad and tanked. Prometheus, I think, is really bad. The Counselor is is like insane. The Mar- and then the Martian. Then the Martian. And the Martian. Everyone loves the Martian. Mm-hmm. It's like so wild. But here's what's funny. And here, I'm going to get like a little feminist about it. Kind of interesting that Ridley Scott can make so many bad movies and yet studios will still keep giving him money. And then like your Patty Jenkins of the world makes like one mm-hmm. kind of bad movie and it's over. Rude. Um, And then the Martian was whatever. It's a fine movie. Again, it's just like. A lot of these movies that are like people like really like by him, I'm like, eh, it was fine. It was like a fun. I wasn't mad that I watched The Martian. I wasn't gagging yeah. though, you mm-hmm. know. And then Alien Covenant, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> All the money in the world that was like famous because of like Kevin Spacey, right? Yeah, and he refilmed all of the shots in like two weeks. Yeah. And then the last duel, people online are like, this movie rules, but it like tanked. And then House of Gucci, horrible. And then, oh, he's doing TVC. You know what? Well, Maybe no, it's it's, it's going to be a film, Napoleon. Oh, it is. They should have made it a TV show. 
I know. But yeah, it's going to be Joaquin playing Napoleon, which I think he'll slay. And Vanessa Kirby is going to be Empress Josephine, who Vanessa Kirby's also slay. She's great. I don't know. I watched um, like the Broadway performance of A Streetcar Named Desire with um, Gillian Anderson and uh, her and Ben Foster. Uh-oh. And I thought Vanessa oh, Kirby no. was so bad in it. Um, literally, oh, really? <laughs> actually, everyone was kind of bad in it, except for Gillian was amazing. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Love it. As I just love her Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, but yeah, he's a he's a weird one. But he's like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I think compared to most directors, God, it's like Woody Allen levels of like prolific. <laughs> like, yeah, Jesus. and he's he is eighty five, and he's still fucking kicking. That's wild. So so sick. Ridley yeah, Ridley but, rules. But in my opinion, the last masterpiece he made was Blade Runner. The last good, like, really good movie made was Thelma and Louise. And then I, I feel like Gladiator and everything after that is, like, it's, like, fine. Like, they're, like, fun. He can make a movie. I'll just say yeah, that. Yeah, he can make he a can, He's he a can. great. And it was cool. A lot of these original movies. And the only, yeah. like, sort of sequels he does are Alien. They're within his own universe. Yeah. So we, we can and, respect that. But the ones that he does a lot of historical stuff, which would you count that as, like, IP? No. <laughs> would, would you count... The story of how do you think Christopher the people Columbus of history would feel about you saying that? <laughs> yeah, Christopher Columbus, you're just like Black Widow. <laughs> um, how do you think yeah, Napoleon I... would feel about that? <laughs> uh, man, well, why do straight people like this movie? I think it's pretty easy. It's people fighting. People fighting with swords. There's blood. And not only are they fighting. They're fighting for what's fucking right. They're fighting for my damn family. Yeah, you just kill a kid and straight people go feral. <laughs> I feel like gay people would also go feral if there was their own kid, but, all, but it's mostly straight people, yes. Yeah, I mean, we all go feral. I mean, it's, a, it's a really easy, like, kill a dog or kill a kid. Mm-hmm. Wives are negotiable, honestly, I've noticed, but... For kill, real. A, kill a kid and, like, people are going to be, like, upset. And that's... I want to... Slight deviation, slight thing. I want to. I'm a little over. I don't know how to like tweet it without sounding like an asshole, but like, I'm a little over people being like, if a dog dies in the movie, I can't watch it. Oh, I, I can't think that's watch it. So lame. It's so lame. Like, just get over yourself, dog. Meanwhile, like, they're eating chicken and cows <laughs> and pigs. For real. Well, honestly, it's like if you can watch countless human lives be like they're not really killing the dog the dog is also an actor yeah that dog lives a better life than any of us will ever know oh for real yes god no i think it's i i agree with you i remember in high school there was a couple of there you always have like that one or two friends that like when a dog dies in a movie it's like over for them Mm -hmm. they're like i can't watch this i can't it's, can't, it's like I it's funny games. What do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> like, do you think the thing is that it's not like they're in movies in which dogs are killed. It's not like, and that was a good action we just did. That yeah. thing we just did. That yeah, dog. Yeah, a dog killed, dies in a movie. Good. It's not like it's always like, yeah, we killed a fucking dog. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, that fucking dog went down and it fucking yeah. whined and squealed like a little doggy bitch. And it was real. We did that to an actual dog. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, girl, get over yourself. Yeah, it's like people saw everything ever all at once and were like walking out when she threw the shit to. 
<laughs> when he picks up the dog in Widows um, or in Prisoners, there are times in both of those movies where dogs are picked up by their neck. Yeah, like that's actually what I'm afraid. Never mind. Let's get back onto the thing because <laughs> I can talk about it for hours. Uh, yeah, fighting for what's right. That's yeah, that's people love. It's kind of like it really does. It's similar to Prisoners, where it's mm-hmm. like. You kill a fa- man's family, and literally the audience like just sees red. It's like such it's such yeah. an e- easy screenwriting tool. It's like they'll mm-hmm. see red, they'll see a tunnel, and the tunnel is kill the person that killed your family. Forget everything else; none of that matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's how you honestly, gloss over Roman politics. <laughs> it like it still sucks being sold into slavery and forced to fight gladiator stuff. Like I would. I feel like if even if his like family was still alive, he would do the exact same thing. Like he Woody, would fight the exact same. He was I, one of his character traits was being very like I just want to go home. Yeah, but if he was like forced in the if he was forced to do it, but it's also and he like, was also like he's like the reason I'm killing is because you're telling me to. But also like I know that Walking Phoenix is evil, so maybe I'm just like why? What's the point of like analyzing this? But like, why did he like kill the family too? Like, what was the point of that, bro? Like, why? <sighs> because so, like, you man. He didn't shoot his hand. <laughs> Men are so <sighs> fragile. So fragile. Except Russell. He's so tough. He's so tough. Even uh, when he cried, uh, he was tough about it. Mm-hmm. I'll mm. lick those tears off you, baby. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, his family dies and... Sorry, people love that shit. Um, people love that shit. Sure, people love history. People, they love history because they thrive in most parts of history for the most part. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are the winner. And the, they won. You won. Yay. <laughs> um, you, uh, you successfully made ro- the Roman times straight. Yeah. Congratulations. For real. There should have been more gay shit. Like, why was nobody fucking. You know. This is kind of interesting, and maybe this is, like, a weird subject to bring up, but have you noticed that there's, like, been a lot of, like, like, when people, like, offhandedly go, like, blah, 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 everyone was gay in the Roman times, people would be like, actually, it was grooming, and uh, what was actually happening <laughs> is it was, like, 12-year-old twinks um, being forced to have sex, and they, like, and they, like, just made, like, made it not fun, and it's, like, I, I get know. it, maybe you're right, you're probably right, like, if, like, I think a lot of people, these people are history professors, so they're probably right. Um, yes. But it's like also like, can we just have one thing? It happened like a thousand. <laughs> it happened two thousand years ago. Like, yeah. Can we just pretend the- that like gays like existed and it was fine for one part of history? <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep that going on. Like yeah. I, I'm just imagining in my in the history in my mind, everyone involved with gay sex in Roman and Greek times were eighteen, and enjoyed it and were having a great time. But also, like, let's just be real here. Like, what was, like, the median age, like, exp- life expectancy yeah, in the Roman times? Like, 30? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not living that long. Uh, that's the thing. You're, you're here for a good time, not a long time. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying <laughs> it happened, and being mad about it on the internet is not going to change that that happened <laughs> 2,000 years ago. It's like that. I saw this tweet a couple of days ago that was like, people do not talk about the fact that Hitler was also a pedophile. And people were tweet, like, quote tweeting it and being like, oh, well, now I have to unsubscribe from Hitler. Like, I can't follow him anymore. Like, <laughs> like, like as a joke, obviously. But like, right. yeah, no, but that's it's like, like, yeah. That's funny. It's like, I like that. We're fine. We're, <laughs> it was bad enough. Yeah. We don't need to. Why, why else go into it? Yeah, <laughs> Girl. Anyway, so like, whatever. So history. 
And now you're trying to take that away from us, like even more away from it than we already <laughs> had. Thanks. Um, Thanks. So yeah, history. I love history. You like the idea of like fighting and war and like mm-hmm. even you like don't go fighting them ever. Um, no. I feel like I might get into history as a bit. History's cute. I like history's history. Cute. I remember like in school, I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, history. Like, I like it. I think for me, maybe it's more like anthropological for me. I think like yeah. culture is interesting. I think like learning about like yes. the way people like lived. Like, yeah. I knew this already, but like even in the menu when they were like people ate bread because it like was, it filled you up and it was like peasant food and things like that. Like I already knew that, but it was like a nice little reminder. I was like, yeah, yeah that is, that's gaggy. Like that's how bread is bread, stuff. you know? Yeah. Like that's kind of yeah. wild. That's kind of interesting. It's also really interesting to think that we're all here because even though there was like a bajillion wars for like thousands and thousands of years, our ancestors somehow like yeeted away from all of them. Mm-hmm. Like that's wild. It's a- it's it really is fucking crazy that like truly until like made oh no people are still trying to kill each other all human history is everyone killing each other yeah and we made it and somehow we made it wow we did it we're here girly some farmer you know a thousand years ago like you know yeeted away and (laughs) that decision brought them me their gay mm-hmm. ancestor in the future who does a podcast. <laughs> he will, he's going to kill the bloodline. <laughs> yes. The it was all for nothing. <laughs> um, love that. Love history. Um, Ridley Scott, um, right? Yeah, Ridley Scott. He's Ridley a straight, Scott. he's one of our straightest directors. Yeah, he really like, is. Everything he, even he's... House of Gucci, he sucked all of the gayness out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was what was the crazy ga- about that movie to me. I was like, y'all, Look. you took something that could have been so camp, and it was camp, but somehow. You are able to just suck all of the fun out of it. When the campiest part of your movie is Jared Leto, it's straight. That's also like Jared Leto did eat in House of Gucci. Lady Gaga's performance that was like treacherous to me. I was like, I can like see where you. I know you want to go full fade on away right now, but you're just like not letting Mm -hmm. yourself because it's Sir Ridley, and I'm like Gaga. She should. They everyone in House of Gucci should have been acting like it was a challenge on drag race but they yeah. weren't absolutely they should have been acting like there was a gun to their head saying more <laughs> more so annoying and cowards um, but yeah there you have it <clears throat> um is there anything gay about this movie i counted two exactly um one was the lady gladiator in the chariot scene who gets cut in half yeah, the movie just kind of, like, does it, like, it's, like, I think all of those, like, people in that sequence, like, almost all of them are women. Yeah, and it's, like, that's fucking cool. I guess cause they, it was, like, they were, like, lighter for the chariot or something. I don't know, but I don't know. Literally, slay, they got yeah. slayed. They got slayed. But there was one specifically who gets, like, cut and Like, he's, like, on the horse. I think he might be on the horse, whatever, and pulls the sword sideways and just fully, like, arms up like an inflatable tube man. Gets cut in half. It was it was pretty lit. Not gonna lie. It was that so was sick. sick. It was that so was good. sick. It was explosive. It was Kill Bill Volume One. I loved it. That was my um, favorite. That was my favorite fighting segment. Was the chariot fight. It yeah, was that so was good. so and fun. It, and like, uh, and then when Joaquin Phoenix was like, I don't really like you know history, but it was that was That's not. This is supposed to be like a play. I thought this was the theater arts. So wild. Loved it. So wild. That was fun. Um, um, and I don't know what his name was. So I wasn't really paying attention. But the MC of the Coliseum fights. Yeah, with his little curly wig. 
Yes. With his fucking eyebrows. His huge fucking Sam the Eagle eyebrows. You so know fucking he was going major. to the bathhouses. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was all up in those baths with all of those twinks. <laughs> um, and every day he prayed that Russell would show up, but Russell never did. Oh, my God. Imagine. I feel like... You remember those, like, men.com porns? <laughs> like, in the heyday. You know, in the heyday of men.com. Uh-huh. When, like, yeah. it would just be, like, a row of twinks just, like, lined up, ready to take, like, big bear dick. Yes. Oh that is what Russell Crowe needs to do before he <laughs> dies. Please. If Russell, what if Russell Crowe The pandemic up to... happened because he hasn't done it yet. <laughs> the butterfly effect. And it would end. The it would second. literally, there would be a cure. <laughs> there would be a cure. He's, just get he's gonna suck eight the care out of twinks lined up as a bear on a couch and just Russell Crowe one by one. Mm-hmm. Just gives it to them. Just casting couch. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. You know that Russell Crowe's totally got an average size penis, though. I can just, like, feel it. Oh, that. yeah. But I feel like he has good balls. But it's, like, thick and, like, really good balls. I feel like he has really good it's like balls. Five like they're like inches, close but to the body. Thick. Mm-hmm. Like a, little like a big vein going through it. Yeah. Like a yeah. Like a doorknob. Just a, <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a bed knob. Like a bed knob. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got a broomstick for him. Um, <laughs> <I don't laughs> so hot. Um, He's so yeah. hot. So that's gay so about this stupid. movie. Um, just his existence. Uh, Every frame of him is oh my god, and he's like you can just smell him through the screen. Mm-hmm. You can he's so tactile. Oh, oh my god. lord, Russell he's perfect Crow. in this. Those muscles. Oh my he's god, he's like perfectly muscly uh-huh. in this. Like he's mm-hmm. like gay, like the, what gays want or like what yes. we want. I don't know. Some gays are. Annoying. He's the ideal male form. He's not chiseled. He's like just like he's just yeah. He's just a he's just dense. Oh my. God, it's it's so unreal. Oh, but something else that was gay in this movie is that there <laughs> is a Senate member who is gay sleeping in bed with his twink, and they get killed by having venomous snakes put into bed with them. Major. That's a very gay shit. way to die. Like, in the arms <laughs> of your twink lover, like, getting bit by a venomous snake because of conspiracies. Yes. Feels very prisoners. I love it. I love that. So, so much death by venom. Death by venom. That's like the gayest way. That's how I want to. Actually, it seems fucking horrifying to die by venom, but like conceptually. Conceptually, I love the idea of being poisoned or venomed by Mm -hmm. something. Absolutely. Very gay way to die. Very gay way to kill people, too. I think the gayest moment in any person's life is the moment they find out they've been poisoned to when they die from said poison. Oh, yeah. They're like, (gasps) (gasps) no, I can't. It was Richard. And then you just, oh, yes. Oh, right before the last word is something very important that you're trying to say. (laughs) Oh, my God. The person I I saw leave the house last night was. uh, And we'll never know. And then you fall to the ground and your eyes are just like glassy. And then like a little bit of blood just starts coming out. Uh, Ah, yes. Yes. Gorgeous. And the but it probably camera would be horrible to flowing fabric. Probably like what's happening is that like there's literally like acid like eating up your stomach and oh, like, yeah, no, like exploding blood. <laughs> yeah, you have shit like your esophagus is corroding through and yeah, shit's pouring but out. But as it's someone with chronic tummy aches, let's just go. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. It's yeah. <laughs> Take me out. I probably <sighs> have worse bowel movements than dying of poison. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I had one this morning, it was terrible. Uh I had <laughs> 
I'm going to cut this out, but because I'm going to talk about poop for a second, but <laughs> okay. I've never met anyone. I've never been able to find it, but there's been times where I've had to poop like so hard. Like I've been not had to poop, but I like have been pooping and it was such a, a strain on me physically that like my extremities got cold. Has that ever happened to you? Extremity, like like all the my, blood my from your hands and feet, like yeah. went to help you poop. Yeah, they were like, "We gotta call it back up. Like we gotta call the reinforcement." You're, like, you're like, ah. Yeah, it's like I can't feel my I hands. Can't, right I now. can't I'm wipe dying. my ass now. <laughs> For real though, <laughs> has that ever happened? Because that happens to no. me, and I've never met anyone else. No, that. I'm like a little jealous. I feel like I'm not at the level of tummy ache that you're at. It's so dramatic. I love it. I highly suggest like eating just like a shit ton of cheese and then just like making yourself just like clogging yourself up. No, literally. I'm cutting so all funny. of this like, out. I and you know what's funny? Every single gay man that I know has tummy problems. Mm-hmm. That is God's curse on us. Mm-hmm. But he really does hate us. No, he does. Every gay guy I know, like people like straight people think we just be like bottoming, like all no. the time. Mama, no. I wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fucking but much. all of us are plagued with Crohn's, so we get really good at blowjobs. We get really the good gay at gene and the Crohn's gene is on the same strand of RNA or whatever. Forget me, like the uh, third or fourth son or whatever. Like this is the gay gene. It's Crohn's. <laughs> it's gluten right. intolerance and lactose intolerance. <laughs> gluten and women intolerance. All yeah. right. All right, let's go to our gay recommendation sections where we recommend something a little gayer than the movie that we just watched. And here's a gag. So we couldn't think of a movie because there's not that many. I think I actually just thought of one. Oh, wait, did you? What you got? Lay it on me. No, it, like, is this crazy? Here, girl, it's right right in front of our face. What What is is a movie where it's like 300 Russell Crowe's all fighting? Oh, it's right there. It's right there. It's right there. It's fucking, Why didn't we think of it? It's, it's right fucking there. Fucking 300. It's 300. That is a gay movie. That's a gay movie. I feel like every rules. gay guy I know saw that movie and it was like literally life changing. Oh, it was. That's the, that's part of It's like going to Dillard's and wandering around the underwear section. Yes. And seeing important. 300 with your friends at the multiplex mm-hmm. and unwa- just awakening something inside of you. Yeah. Two things that happen to every gay person. Absolutely. It's like you went to go see 300 with your bros and you came out of that movie and you wanted to get plowed by all your bros. Mm-hmm. And you came out of that movie. You came out right after the movie you told your friends mm-hmm. like in the AMC. You went straight to your house. You looked up 300 real question mark. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. You looked up 300 XXX. <laughs> so That's, there's there's that there is that yeah it's it's 300 because i think we've all also talked about doing this movie before and we were like no we can't yeah we can't do it we, it would literally we would just jerk off like the episode would be <laughs> us jerking off <laughs> it'll be 10 minutes long <laughs> yeah five it's 300 our our letterbox score five stars you know, we had to do it to him. Uh, yeah, watch 300. It's incredible. It's so good. It's um, so funny. It's That's so another camp. one of those big movies that, like, I feel like everyone just forgot about. Yeah, because Zack Snyder went crazier. And did was Watchmen the follow-up to 300? That can't be I right. I think so. 
I think so. That's fucking crazy. Yes. Uh, also, Zack Snyder kind of can get it. Oh, yeah. He's cute. How many kids do you think Zack Snyder has? Two. No. Five. Zack Snyder has eight children. What the hell? Eight oh, yeah. Children. He's, he's so hot. Um, I yeah, go watch. Sure. Yeah. Are, are we a pro Zack Snyder podcast? I think so. I mean, I think it's see. unfortunate. I think we are. Dawn of the Dead. I think we're pro great Zach. movie. 300. Incredible. Great movie. Watchmen. Underrated. Bad. Sucker Punch. Good. Sorry. Sucker Punch is good. Good. Man of Steel. Incredible. I love Man of Steel. <laughs> I think Man of Steel is good. He just needs to stop making. He just needs to stop with what the, this DC nonsense. Stop. Well, so he has a movie coming out this year with Jaimon Hansu. There uh, you have it. Called Rebel Moon. It's an epic space opera. Ooh. I'll be Sophia Batella, Charlie Hunnam. Jenna Malone. Oh, girl. Jim I'm Malone. in a seat already. Carrie Elwes. Oh, baby. Oh, he gets it. He gets it. Zach gets it. A peaceful it. colony on the edge of the galaxy is threatened by armies of, tyr- of tyrannical regent named Balarus. Balasarius. The desperate civilians dispatch Cora, a young woman who has a mysterious past, to seek out warriors from nearby planets to help them challenge the regent. Oh, I'm here for it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go see this movie. Done. All right, and it's wait, it's inspired by the works of Akira Kurosawa. I'm there. We're there. We're there. Did All anyone right. go see Army of the Dead? I did not, but it was uh, it was nominated for the. I think it won the fan Oscar thing. <laughs> Wow, we Didn't really it? are just like straight guys. Yeah, it won the Oscar or fan favorite. Straight guys are really just like us. They are, <laughs> or we're straight. Oh no, I get. Worried I think that's about the thing. That. I get worried about that's that. That's gonna be the last episode of the podcast is when we realize we're straight. Yeah, we are straight. I mean, I unironically listened to Lincoln Park the other day. So, oh, so once again, I'm going to Sick New World to see this movie out in Deftones by myself. Yeah, you're like amazing. literally going to be one of like five gay people there. <laughs> like the yeah, whole festival. Can't fucking you're going to find each other and you're going to fuck each other in like the, the pig pen during corn. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're all going to we're going to see each other at Flyleaf. Give each other the yeah. the face. I'm so sick. <laughs> so good. And like, yes, we are sick with homosexuality. I'm so sick and infected with where I live. Oh, so good. So good. And during My Immortal. Oh, my God. I'm going to see that live. I'm going to fucking die. Did you see the My Immortal or the Evanescence um, eyeshadow palette that comes in a CD case? Yes. Holy fucking shit. It's major, 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 major. It's so major. (laughs) Major, major. Oh, my God. Uh, I was dead. I need they it. I need it. the fallen palette. I'm going under. Yes, man. Did I tell you what my number one most played song on Apple Music in 2022 was? No, what? It's like so embarrassing because I would just get really drunk and listen to it. But do you remember the Amy Lee and Seether song, Broken? <gasps> oh my God. I haven't thought about that song since like 2005, bitch. That was my number one song. <laughs> oh my God. Wait a second. Oh my gosh. You're going to oh listen to it 400 God. times tonight. It's so good. Wait, I forgot about this song. Because I'm broken when I'm lonesome and I don't feel right. I'm golden. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, she's got black angel wings that are like burnt. Yeah, she does. Oh my god. 
It's so good. It's so good. Wait, I need to get to the chorus. Did I skip? Yes! <laughs> yes. Incredible. Okay, Harmony. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, that that's important. That's an important song. That's not, so yeah, it's, important. It's, it's vital. Vital. <laughs> vital. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> All right. Yep. But, Gay but recommendation also, is yeah. okay. 300. Yeah. Go 300. watch it. It's incredible. Uh, Gerard Butler's in Plane. Everyone go see Plane. Oof. Oof Gerard. <laughs> See, Gerard. I feel like the way oh, he you, can... you feel about Russell is like a little bit of like that's how I feel about Gerard. Oh, Gerard can get it. Oh my god, and he's packing. Oh, you know it. It's like, <laughs> although Gerard Butler is the subject of one of my all-time favorite Thirty Rock jokes. It's like Tina Fey is crying on her couch and she's watching P.S. I Love You and she's like, "This movie is so sad. No one should have to be married to Hillary Swank or Gerard Butler." That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Dylan Garcia. You can follow me on internet at Twitter at Dylan Garcia or Instagram and Letterboxd at Garcia. And I'm Kirk Van Sickle, and you can find me on Instagram at Kirk underscore Van Sickle. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at K-R-K-V-N-S-C-K-L-E. Whoop. And that's our show. And that's our show. That's we'll our be show. back next week with another movie. Which we will well. be deciding the moment that we stop recording. <laughs> The second this ends, we'll figure it out. Bye, y'all. We love you. Bye. Fight for your right to party. Then out came talk. Talk, talk. Talk.